0: episode 14 of Backseat Directors. I am your host, Andre Hutchins, and I hope everyone enjoyed their Memorial Day weekend. It was a nice break uh, from the normal routine, at least for me and my wife, and after the extended weekend, we are back at it, seeing and reviewing movies, and I am very pleased to introduce today's guest. Joining me all the way from Colorado, the creators of the You Can Rewind It podcast, Brock and Alexa. Alexa, how is it going?
1: Hey, it is going great. Unfortunately, I don't have Brock with me, but we watch this movie together, so I, I can <laughs> I can vouch for him, too.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm really sorry that my schedule didn't it, it didn't align up with your guys's. I know, you know, just last week when we were trying to plan this, my wife and I, we went out of town. We just took a quick road trip to San Diego, and I thought we might have a chance to get back in time like on Monday that way Brock could join us for the recording but yeah it just happened that way sorry Brock um, but oh,
1: that's okay he's alright <laughs> He still got to see the movie so he's he's fine
0: well you know I, I follow you guys on Twitter and I I really love the work you do and I'll give you a, 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 just a minute here to explain um, what You Can Rewind It is and, and how you guys got started but Brock, don't worry. You'll have another chance to get on. Uh, I promise you that. <laughs> so Alexa, uh, tell, tell our listeners um, what the You Can Rewind It podcast is and how you and Brock got started on that.
1: Okay. So basically what You Can Rewind It is, Brock and I decided that we would start a podcast. This is something we had been talking about for a long time. It's just... Movies that we watched as kids, and we'd just bring it up and and be like, "Remember that movie? Oh, I love that movie!" And then it would come up. Okay, well, if we watched it again, like, would we still like it? Is it still good? Does it hold up? And that would kind of be a conversation we were having. And so then we decided, hey, let's do this podcast. So what we do is we go and get these movies, rewatch them, and then we do the podcast on if we still like them, and you know, we'll bring up, we have some fun facts we bring up, and. We bring up like silly things that happened or things that didn't make sense, and we just have a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, so I've listened to—I think I've listened to four episodes now uh, of your podcast. I know I've, I listened to the Lost Boys episode, I listened to the Burbs, I listened to uh, one of my favorites, uh, the Great Outdoors with John Candy. <laughs> oh yes, that's uh, greatness. Yeah, that was that was a really good review, and then the most recent one, my wife and I, we actually listened to it on our on our road trip down this week into San Diego. We listened to your review of the original Batman movie with Michael Keaton.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. I know Brock and I kind of got in an argument at the end of that one because <laughs> he was really mad at me, but I didn't give that. a rewind Cause at the end we'll say, okay, are we going to, would you rewind it and watch it again? Um, and so at the end, you know, I was like, well, and I didn't, I, I wasn't dissing it. I just said, you know, I feel like I've seen it again and I'm good, but that wasn't good enough. That wasn't good enough yeah. for him.
0: Yeah, well, and it wasn't good enough for me either. I I, I was pretty much yell, <laughs> yelling at you guys Uh-oh. just just over the podcast, listening to it in the car. But <laughs> no, well, I'm, he was
1: I, with you. <laughs> no, I'm
0: just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know my my wife. She uh, um she she she's super supportive of me, and she's super supportive of this podcast. But she's not the biggest fan of superhero movies, and I I honestly don't think. Th- She's seen the original Batman with Michael Keene. and so I, I, I have no doubt. If she were to sit down, she would be like, mm, "Nah, no thanks." <laughs> but uh, well,
1: and I, I like him though. I mean, he's he's greatness. But he didn't rewind Mr. Mom, which is one of my all time favorites. So I was kind of getting him back there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all,
0: all is fair in love and war, and podcasting.
1: True. <laughs> Uh,
0: well Alexa, I'm I'm really excited that uh you, you were able to join me on this podcast. You know, you um, we just started chatting, uh, I think it was when uh I, I saw that article online uh, from what Jessica Chastain had said about and I don't I don't know how accurate the statistic is, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is accurate that ninety percent of all movie critics are males and only, you know, roughly ten percent are females and and there's just this huge wide gap, and you know, in terms of of male versus female movie critics and movie reviewers. And even though I don't I don't necessarily consider myself a movie critic, uh, I I I think there is a lot of diversity that can be shared, in having. You know, an equal number of both male and female movie critics, and so we, you and I just started got uh, we just started talking about that, and I thought it'd be fun to have you on and and do a movie review. So I, I I'm really happy that you made it.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about this.
0: Okay, well, Alexa, yeah, I, <laughs> let's let's get things going, and uh, our our first segment is just a way for our listeners to get to know you to get to know what kind of movie fan you are and, and uh, just some fun, neat facts about you personally. And so um, Alexa, this is our get to know you questions. Now it's time for some get to know you questions. So question number one, what is your desert Island movie?
1: Okay. Without a doubt, it's gotta be Greece because I could just be singing these songs. I could be in a good mood and I'd have music and a movie to entertain me. (laughs) And it's just one of my all time favorites. Like if it ever comes up, are you going to cover, you know, Greece on the podcast? Well, we might, but I mean, it's a rewind. I'm, I'm going into it knowing this, so, <laughs> so I can't. I can't be too critical, right?
0: No, I, I I like that answer. I really do, and it's it's funny. My my wife and I, so just on the beach in San Diego, we were actually singing <laughs> Greece. I don't even know how it happened, but we were just singing those songs. I guess just because they're timeless, they're classics.
1: Oh yeah, it's a. Uh... It's a great movie. Although I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up something later, and maybe in one of your other questions, so we'll see. Ooh, nice. Okay, might surprise you. Yeah.
0: Okay, very good. Okay. Well, question number two then. What is your favorite movie theater snack?
1: Okay, so I one time I listened to uh, when you and your wife did the podcast, and she said she doesn't think you should be able to say popcorn. Yeah, know, she thinks that's kind yeah, of a given. Yeah, it's so too
0: easy of an answer. She says.
1: I, d- I don't want to to break her rules, but I was going to see if this was acceptable. Is I like to have popcorn with Skittles mixed in. Like what? You dump, yeah, you dump the Skittles in there and then what? you kind of shake it up <laughs> and then you just eat it. Like that. It's like sweet and fruity and then popcorn.
0: Wow, I have never like heard a- of that combination ever. <laughs> this is the first. I, I, oh gosh, I, I guess kind I have of to try it now. happened by
1: accident. Well, you know, it happened by accident, you know, with kids and you're passing stuff and. The Skittles got in there and then we were just eating it and I was like, Oh, this is amazing. So
0: <laughs> Okay, now are are we talking are we talking the original Skittle flavors or kind of those tropical ones?
1: Oh yeah, the original. The original Skittles. And then it once once they're in there they get kind of warm too. So they're like yeah.
0: they're kind of
1: toasty. <laughs> uh so try it. Try it out. Okay. Give
0: me a try. okay, all right. Well, just just from your, your opinion alone, I think I am going to have to try this. But we we honestly get popcorn every single time we go to the movies, so, without fail. Um, so yeah, maybe Skittles will just find their way into our popcorn <laughs> these days. Yeah, and Brock, uh,
1: Brock doesn't like popcorn, and so I just get it all to myself.
0: Nice, nice. I know. That's pretty Where's good. Going? Okay, Alexa, question number three. What was the first movie... That made you cry. And if you can't remember, I, I will give you the option of doing the last movie that made you cry.
1: Mm. Okay, so I know both of them, but the the one that first made me cry, and I'm really not this old. It's just at school, they would show you older movies and had to be old yeller Oh my gosh. Old Yeller is... Why would you show that to kids? It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Did you ever see Old Yeller? You know,
0: I know I've seen it. I. It's been a long time, but uh, it wasn't... So th- really, the the movie that got to me as a kid in terms of like a, like a pet animal movie was where the red fern grows. That was kind of my, <laughs> I, I, I don't remember crying in that movie, but no, I trust oh. me old yeller. I, I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet as an answer oh. for this question, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I totally get it.
1: I mean, the guy has to shoot his own dog.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, it's
1: just, that's I know. just cruel. That, that shouldn't have that's just wrong. So Yeah. <sighs> So I would say that, although I did want to mention the one that can I say the one that I just recently cried at? Yeah, let's do it. So we just recently uh, rewatched Father of the Bride. And I will say I didn't cry when I watched it back in 1989 or whatever it is, 87, Mm -hmm. whatever. But now I have two daughters and Brock and I both cried several times during the movie. (laughs) It was really ridiculous. (laughs) It's come
0: full circle for you, hasn't it?
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause before people would cry and I'd be like, what's their problem? Like, why are they crying? And then this time I was, I was like trying to hold it together. And then, you know, it just gets worse and worse. And then I look over and I'm like, are you crying? <laughs>
0: <laughs> those are good movies, though. I love all the Father of Bride movies. Those are, those are excellent.
1: Yeah. They're good. They're, Steve Martin's just good.
0: No, he, he is good. He, he, gosh, I, I, you know, I think the last, the last like or at least the most recent movie that I saw with him in it it had jack black it was kind of it was a weird quirky kind of movie but I actually enjoyed it it's called um it's called uh oh shoot it's oh man what is the name it's that bird movie it's called the big year that's right the big year and it has mm. um owen wilson in it and yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Okay. I'd love to know what your guys' opinion of it is. Just because it's kind of weird, but it, it it has a lot of funny moments in it too. So, okay.
1: And he looks the same too, if you notice. Oh, like, gosh. It, he's it, always had gray hair or whatever. Like he just has the same look. He's the, always looked that Yes, eight.
0: yes. There are some actors that honestly, it's been like 40 years and they have not aged a day. It's crazy. <laughs> and he's one of them.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, would you always look older? Then you, then it's kind of a good thing because then you're aging and no one notices. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> okay, all right, Alexa. Question number four: Do you have a favorite movie director and or actor?
1: Well, I was gonna say, I really like um, J J Abrams just because of Star, War- just because of the new Star Wars. That's the only reason. Like, oh, nice. I feel like yeah. he save he saved Star Wars for me. Um, oh but, really? Oh
0: cool. Uh, yeah, we could, we could have yeah. a long conversation about that. Okay. But that's for but, another day. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I uh, but I'm going to say John Hughes just because, you know, I'm stuck in I'm stuck in my 80s movies right now and I just I just think he's greatness.
0: Get, give a, give our listeners a little taste of some of the movies he's directed. Okay.
1: So, you know, he's he directed 16 candles, which is awesome. One yes. of my my favorite movies, uh, Breakfast Club, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh my
0: uh, gosh, yes. <laughs> I mean,
1: Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I mean, these are all, and some and some movies that you really like. Maybe he didn't direct them, but he had a part in it. Like he wrote, he either wrote them or had some kind of part in them. So. Yeah, he
0: he is the king of the eighties and for movie directors.
1: Yeah, he just he just captured like the eighties teens. You know, he just. He just cued in on that, and then also he was the writer of one of my favorite movies, *Mr. Mom*, and he just kind of was able to pull out, you know, the fatherhood moments too. But he did—he didn't actually direct that one, but he wrote it, and he's just super talented.
0: Yeah, no, that's an excellent choice. I, 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 his, his movies are are just awesome. I, I love all of those eighty genre type movies and something that i feel like hasn't really been replicated since the 80s you know just those those movies that are and perhaps i guess that's just cuz it's kind of like our our era or our generation and we mm-hmm. we related to those movies because we were younger but yeah i i, I don't know those those i feel like those kind of movies has not have not been able to be replicated since but maybe that's a good thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay, like well, you could
1: always go back and watch those if you. <laughs> oh,
0: of course. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, well, that's yeah. When that's exactly what I mean. But like, maybe it's a yeah. good thing just because it, it makes his movie stand out, you know, that much more.
1: Yeah. Don't. And I, I get it. Gets irritating when they try to like copy those movies. Like, you can't. You just can't duplicate those. <laughs> they need to stop doing that altogether.
0: Yeah. No, I, I can't argue against that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Alexa. Last question: If you could change the ending of any movie. Which would it be, and how would you change it? And just just a side note, I I try to kind of give people leeway on terms of spoilers. I feel like if the movie is anywhere from you know as old as five years and beyond, I feel like hey, look, if you haven't watched it yet in five years, it's free game. So go ahead.
1: Okay. Good. Yeah. I get. Can- I got that message because the one that I would change is very recent. So I'm not going to go there. I'll have to tell you off air what it would be. But okay, cool. <laughs> um, th- but I'm going to say, even though it's my favorite movie of all time, Greece. Okay. Why does the car fly into the sky at the end? That makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever. Like everything else is, you know, somewhat plausible, I guess. I mean, take it or leave it and nobody just breaks into song. But anyway, the end like why what what's the purpose
0: (laughs) okay so how would you change it then
1: i would just have them maybe they just drive off into the sunset or maybe they run off into the beach together again i don't know but i wouldn't (laughs) do that like always be together it's like i've heard people say like did they die like are they going to heaven like what's what's going on here (laughs) <laughs> but they're driving, they're driving the car into the sky. Do you remember that part? Uh, oh, it's just oh, all yes, one
0: hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, I'm not sure how you can forget that. It's pretty cheesy. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I didn't like that.
0: Hey, well, Alexa, th- th- these are all awesome answers. Thanks for sharing uh, some of your love of movies with us. And uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and now move on to this week's movie and intro this week's movie. Backseat Directors presents this week's movie. And this week's movie is Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Movie details. Drink up me, hearty Joho. The fifth and maybe final installment of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, Dead Men Tell No Tales is the culminating story of the original characters from the first movie, Captain Jack Sparrow, William Turner, Elizabeth Swan, and Captain Hector Barbosa said almost 18 years after the third movie henry turner son to william and elizabeth is determined to set his father free from the curse of the flying dutchman in order to free his father henry must enlist the help of the notorious captain jack sparrow and an astronomer karina smith together they must face their ultimate test and find poseidon's trident before the evil captain salazar finds them first dead men tell no tales was released in the u.s on May twenty-six, two thousand nineteen, it has a running time of two hours and nine minutes, and it is rated PG thirteen for sequences of adventure, violence, and some suggestive content. Now, listeners, I've gotten some recent um, education—I <laughs> guess you could say education—from just from family members and people who have let me know that my um, my. I guess my recommendations on movies that are appropriate for children maybe not be in accordance to other parenting and other parenting styles. (laughs) So, um, you know, so I I guess I need to be more um, judicial when it comes to giving these types of recommendations and letting you guys know whether or not I think it's appropriate for children. So that being said, with this movie and a PG-13 rating, I honestly feel like, Any kid over the age of 10 should be fine seeing this movie. I think the worst part about this movie or in terms of what might be hard for children is that there are some scary images just with how Captain Salazar and his men are portrayed because they are dead like most Pirates of the Caribbean movies. But anyway, um, so yeah, 10 and up. I, I think that's my recommendation for kids. Dead Men Tell No Tales stars once again Johnny Depp as the very likable Captain Jack Sparrow. This will be his fifth role in that uh, in that character. Uh, the movie also stars Brenton Thwaites as Henry Turner, Kaya Scodelario as Karina Smith, Jeffrey Rush as Captain Barbosa, and Har- uh, Javier Bardem as Captain Salazar. Uh, so I I really like Jeffrey Rush uh, it, um, just in in, in this. Yeah, in this movie, uh, but also just in his in this character as Captain Barbosa, I think he's done a great job over the five movies. Um, but uh, yeah, he just uh, he's he's really one of my favorite uh, not well known actors, um, especially from his role in the nineteen ninety eight Les Mis uh, with Liam Neeson, and also Javier Bardem, once again plays the uh, yeah the antagonist the villain in this movie, and my goodness. The guy is just made to play the villain. In any movie that I've seen him in, uh, like uh, the new James Bond movies or No Country for Old Men, he he is the perfect role to play the bad guy, and he does a very good job in this movie as well. Uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales was co-directed by Joachim Ronning and Espen Sandberg. This is the first time either of these directors has been in charge of any of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I'm not really familiar with any of the previous work that either uh, Ronning or Sandberg have done. But something interesting that I did notice while researching them online is that they are both from Norway. And this is not the first film that they have co-directed. They have actually worked together quite often on other movies and TV shows. Dead Men Tell No Tales had a production budget of 230 Million dollars. This is the biggest budget film to have come out this year so far, even surpassing that of The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which had a budget of 200 million dollars. So, domestic opening weekend sales top 62 million dollars here in the US, and to date, the movie has surpassed 365 million dollars worldwide. Honestly, it just seems that (laughs) there are many people out there that love this franchise, love Pirates of the Caribbean and uh yeah are willing to spend the money on this movie. All right Alexa, let's let's do this movie review. Are you ready? Backseat Directors movie review.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay. So uh, you know, and with with my movie reviews, you know, I I uh I stay on the the uh spoiler-free side, but I feel like there's still a lot that we can go into and in, in you know, dissect and explain, and just talk about in general. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I I am really curious to know what you and Brock thought about this movie. My wife and I we just saw it last night. So, and you guys saw it this past weekend, right?
1: Yeah, we saw it on Sunday, so S- like Sunday matinee.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I guess before before we I, before we talk about this movie, are, are you guys are you guys a fans of the? Like the franchise, the previous Pirates of the Caribbean movies?
1: Okay, so the the first one we loved. And went in there with low, not low expectations. Let's say no expectations. Of the first and one? The very first one. Okay. Long time ago. Whenever, yeah, we're, we're talking... 2003, I, whatever Yeah, I it think was. it's like
0: 2003,
1: yeah. And um, loved it. Like, just blown away, really. Because when you go in with no expectations and it's a great movie, then it's all good. And then... They just started like losing me like one by one. I was like, no, I don't, you know. And then I didn't even see the one with Penelope Cruz or whatever. I didn't even watch that one. Like I was. Oh, really? I was over it.
0: Really? So you still still haven't
1: seen number four? I didn't see four. No, I didn't see four. And, and, you know,
0: and really that's okay just because that movie, it's an offshoot of the main story. So it, it does not have to do anything with william turner or elizabeth um uh, i uh, what's her last name i guess it w- elizabeth turner or Kira knightley um it, it's a totally different story and in dead men tell no tales there's only one really just one scene and it's super short and it's maybe one line that references that movie but mm-hmm. other than that like you really don't even need to see it to watch dead men tell no tales
1: yeah I was worried kind of going in, and i I told Brock, I'm like, we need to watch like something on YouTube that's like the recap in sixty, and we found something that was like all of them in ninety seconds. Well, that was super confusing. That didn't really help that much. <laughs> uh, but i was I was out on these movies, I have to be honest. But then, because of the whole Star Wars thing, you know, like because I was out on those other ones, and then I saw it got new life, I thought, okay. I'm open-minded now that I can like another Pirates movie. Yeah. You know, it brought me back like, okay, I can do this. Like, I was kind of upset at those, but maybe this one can be good. Plus, they said that it was going to be closer to the first one than the ones, you know, two, three, four. Yeah. You know, that's what they promised.
0: Yes, and that's what I had read as well, just that the the, – so the movie was co-directed, and the two directors, uh, they – their goal was to bring back kind of the darker scary part of the original pirates of the Caribbean that they wanted to do mm. that, that I guess that they had felt that it had kind of veered away from the original and that their goal was to bring it back to that. So yeah, I, I had read that too. So I guess on that note, then Alexa, what, what was your initial reaction and, and go ahead and speak for Brock too. If, if he, if he gave you any of his opinions as well, what was your initial reaction after ha- seeing the movie?
1: Okay, so I, I liked the movie. I did. I, I thought there was definitely issues with it. Um, but overall, I thought, well, it was better than the last, whatever, I mean three. Um, not, not, not my favorite one. Obviously, the first one is still my favorite one. But, you know, to see, like, when you hear that music, that theme song is just so cool. And when you see it, like, on the big screen and everything, I, I mean, I liked it. I I'm not gonna say my favorite, but it was good. That's my overall.
0: Okay, all right. And did did uh and, and if if Brock didn't share his thoughts with you, that's totally fine. But did he uh did he say anything about what he he liked or did not like? Or I guess uh no, just oh, like yeah, I guess, I have his, a whole, his whole list of things. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Well, we'll go ahead and skip the initial reaction for Brock, and uh, I'll I'll okay. I'll, I'll let you know what I thought. So yeah, we just saw it last night, and uh, after the movie ended, and and. <sighs> Goodness! I honestly, I knew, I knew I should have stayed, and I, I, I could have sworn I heard that someone said that there were, you know, post, uh, post uh, credit scenes, but we didn't. I didn't stay, what? and I, I'm so mad that I did There didn't. was
1: post. I didn't know that oh, either. Oh, you and didn't? I, oh my goodness! <laughs> I even stayed. I stayed like a pretty decent amount of time because um, people were super slow moving and right. everything, and so we were just kind of hanging. But I didn't see anything, and we. We were there. Yeah. We're-
0: no, and it so I don't know if you guys saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume two, but um those post credit scenes, those started really like right when the <laughs> the movie ended. So the post credit scenes were going on throughout the entire credits. Oh, yeah, man. But this well, one I was told that okay. it was at it was at the very end. So at the very mm-hmm. end of the credits. Yeah, and I know. I, I would have stayed had I remembered, but um so any Ugh. of our listeners if if you guys are going to plan to go see the movie, yeah, just just stay. <laughs> okay, so my my initial reaction was this: it the movie was about as I expected, and and I and I'm on board with you regarding my um, my thoughts and feelings for the whole franchise itself. I love the first one. The first one was such a good movie. It is a movie that um, that really has it, it embodies everything about all aspects of a movie, you know, it it was, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it had everything. It really did. And I, I, I think I saw it twice in the theater. I I liked it that much, but it it was, it was something very new. And because it was based off of a Disneyland, ride, I think that added a lot more intrigue to it. And so I loved the first one. The second one was okay. I, I was still interested in the story, but I wasn't as enamored with it as the first one. And the third one just totally lost me. Oh man, mm. I I I think I've seen the third one maybe twice, and I, gosh, I have no interest in never seeing it again. I really don't. <laughs> the fourth one though, I I would recommend that you watch the fourth one. Just I, I would be curious to know what your take on it is, but I actually really liked it because it was a different story. It had, it still had Jack Sparrow, it still had some of the characters from the previous movies but it wasn't it wasn't about orlando bloom and karen knightley anymore and i actually really enjoyed that so um it not as good as the first still i liked it um and i'm i liked number one and four more than i did this one but Mm. in terms of expectations i already knew that the you know the ratings on Rotten tomatoes were not good (laughs) right Um, but it, you know it's another pirates movie, and so I, I think if anybody had high expectations going in, you're probably going to get disappointed. But I mean, it's it's a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It's got Jack Sparrow. It's got you, you know most a lot of those same characters back. You know, if 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 you were expecting of anything more, I, I think your expectations were misplaced. So for me, my I I, I there were definitely moments that I enjoyed. But yeah, my initial reaction was yeah, it was about what I expected. So, yeah,
1: yeah, don't you think though if you if you're a person that just loves like this whole franchise, like you will like it.
0: Yes. If, oh if you yes. Love,
1: if you love pirates, then you should see it in the theater. I think because that's the way to watch it. If if you're a lover of this of of pirates.
0: Oh, absolutely. And that and and honestly, I I've thought a lot about that. And that's gonna be. Uh, a big foundation on the recommendation I'll give once our review is over but yes 100% they're just yeah there are people that that just really like this franchise I've enjoyed it I really like number 1 and I love Disneyland and the ride it's one of my favorite rides at Disneyland but uh yeah yeah I mean the franchise overall isn't really my kind of thing but I really like number 1 and number 4 so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Alexa, let, let's hear what your critiques were, were of the movie.
1: Okay. So, I want to bring up the new villain first of all. You've got Salazar. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's the new guy. I thought I li- I liked him for the most part. Like I he he was scary to me. Like I thought he was scary, and the way they did his motion, like his hair. You know, it was cool. I yes, thought, like he was, yeah. he's because he's supposed to be underwater. Yeah. Well, like, he,
0: well, yeah, like, because they were, they were all the way that all, and this is no spoiler. Uh, the way that they had all died, they it was from an explosion. So it's like they were on fire, or like they were smoking almost, like uh, they're all they were mm-hmm. all singed and stuff. So yeah, it was very cool, very cool.
1: Yeah, but yeah, the way that he spoke drove me insane. Like, I I couldn't. <laughs> handle and i thought is he speaking with his mouth closed because he's supposed to be underwater you know like <laughs> his mouth because he would be like you know i don't know he's like a around chairs, like he's just like speaking through his teeth like i can't <laughs> i can't do it but you know and he did a lot of like you know i don't know i yeah. can't do it yeah the way he spoke kind of drove me insane but the way he moved was awesome The way he just like floated and his Mm -hmm. hair, everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I liked, I liked him. I thought he was really scary, Um, especially in the beginning scenes when he's, you know, with the with the new guy. I thought the new people were interesting. You know, I didn't mind them because you've got the new characters added in. Uh, The the I don't think it's a spoiler to say it's the son. There's the uh, because they show that in the very beginning. Right. Yep. Yeah. H- Henry Henry Turner. Henry. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you know the 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 woman. Um, Karina. Karina.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, so I liked I liked those characters. The character I'm confused about. And I don't know if she was in the other – that witch, the one that's the, – the actual witch, not Karina, the one that's constantly being accused of being a witch, but the other one. Yeah, no, she in she, some of the other movies?
0: No, not, at least from what I remember. I, I don't remember her from any of the other movies. There was, there was a character that was introduced in the second movie, and she played in the second and third one, and she was more of kind of a voodoo-type witch um, who had – a love interest in Davy Jones. Um, Okay. So, so yeah. So, but, but she, yeah, no, this was a new character. She was not, she was not in the others.
1: No. And so that, that part I didn't understand. Like I thought the movie was too long. And I, I mean, if I have to get up and go to the restroom, it's too long. (laughs)
0: You know? So I'm assuming you did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to draw attention and have to get and plus miss something, you know? Um, so I felt like it was too long and there were parts in there that didn't need to be in there, I thought, that they could have cut out and it would have been fine. Like I didn't I didn't think that they even added anything to the story. I don't know if they were going for just a joke. It's almost like and even Brock said, like, you watch this whole scene for like one joke joke, you know. Right. Like a ten minutes worth of whatever this was. Right. Um, for one joke. Right. So that was my kind of take on that. Um, I did want to see how, what how you felt about how Jack Sparrow. Like, how did you feel about him? Yeah, in this
0: movie. So, and, and I guess, and I'll I'll give a little bit of what uh, my wife shared with me as well after the movie, but kind of just my same feelings regarding my overall thoughts of the movie. Just about as. As I expected, you know, there's, there's a novelty about that character, Captain Jack Sparrow, that was very captivating when the first Pirates of the movie came out and and it became an instant hit, you know, in terms of like Halloween, Mm -hmm. Halloween costumes, and just kind of the way he talked things that he said, his, his movements and how he kind of just you know, he kind of just strides and, but it's almost as if he's drunk when he's walking, you know, just kind of that swagger about Captain Jack Sparrow. But I thought it was the novelty had kind of worn off and he, his character was no longer sincere. It was almost just like this call back to like, Hey, I'm Captain Jack Sparrow and everybody likes me type thing. So, um, my yeah. wife, you know, my wife was saying in the parts that he was supposed to be funny, like the jokes that he said, nothing about it was really funny. You know, mm-hmm. it was just kind of more the same thing. And, and I, and I agree with that, I, I, you know, but I mean, goodness, he was such a likable character and I think he still is. And I, I, I Johnny Depp is the perfect person to play Jack Sparrow. Um, but yeah, I, he, he, he wasn't like my most favorite actor of the movie. his, his story in the movie was pretty forgettable and the movie really wasn't about him where I felt like most of all the other movies have been about him. And so, right. yeah, I just kind of felt like he was a side character in the movie. So what, what about you? what do you think about him?
1: Yeah. It's just that like, so in the other movies, it was, he was very uh, clever, you know, and that's how he would get out of situations. Yes. And in this movie it's like, now it's just, I don't know. Brock described it as dumb luck that he Yes. No,
0: no. I, I Yes. You know? And I'm glad you're bringing this up. I 100% agree. And, and I, I, sorry to cut you off, but keep going. I, I totally agree with you. Yes.
1: Yeah. In the whole beginning, I mean, he's almost like a caricature of himself. Like he's, yeah. he's just too much. It's like, and I, I was thinking in the beginning, like, oh my gosh, is this the way the movie's going to go? Because honestly, the beginning I thought was the worst part. Um, not the, I'm talking about when you first see him, you know, and they do that whole bake <laughs> Yeah, when they're ro- yeah,
0: robbing the bank, yeah. um,
1: mm-hmm. it's It was crazy, and it's like, why was he even, how did he get in the vault? Why was the guy's wife in the vault? I mean, it was just like crazy, and I thought, oh no. Oh no. But then, as it went on, it seemed like it got better. But I didn't really understand either his compass, like, that part, there's a lot of holes in that compass
0: yeah you know what i mean no and that that is that is definitely one of my critiques yeah
1: it is okay i'm i'm stepping on your critiques now no
0: no 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 (laughs) i i I like to hear more from what you guys thought than my own thoughts just because i already know my own thoughts but um, no i i agree it he he was a very intelligent and clever character in the previous movies and that did lead him to overcome whatever's was putting his path in the previous movies, but Brock nailed it right on the head. It, he, he was just lucky the entire movie and, and it got old very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I thought it was a big disservice to the overall character of Jack Sparrow and what Johnny Depp had established in the previous movies. Um, so yeah, that, that definitely is one of my critiques. So just, yeah. just, yeah, just a couple other things. I, I thought the movie felt pretty slow. Uh, the, the middle portion of the movie, just I guess the second act, it, it mm-hmm. just, it, it kind of drug on and I, I, I lost interest pretty quickly. So, <laughs> and I know you said, yeah. I know you said you didn't like the opening scene, but I actually, I, I actually enjoyed kind of those first two <laughs> acts. So when you first meet um, Captain Salazar and then the bank robbing scene, I, I thought the, those were good um, just in terms of entertainment, keeping you engaged in the movie, but but yeah, my next critique is that it was just slow. It was so slow yeah. until finally the end when things start happening, and I think that probably is kind of congruent with what you were saying in terms of the movie was too long. I thought a lot of that middle was just fluff and it could have been taken out and mm-hmm. would have had a shorter movie. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, yeah, I
1: agree. That's it was it was too long, and that that scene that whole scene. The bank scene—that was a really long scene. Although the funniest, I thought one of the funniest scenes is was the the guillotine scene. That actually made me laugh.
0: Yes, no, that is my most favorite part of the movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so okay, <That> was awesome. <laughs> okay, 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 and and I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll continue on on what you okay. were saying. But the last thing that I just wanted to to say, you know, other than the obvious plot holes, especially when it comes to the to the. Um, um gosh to the compass because the compass is a critical piece of the entire plot of the movie and there are too many questions and too many too many just big head scratchers to um you know to not go unnoticed and so you know the way and I guess goodness now I, I I shouldn't say this because I guess it's kind of a spoiler, but yeah, there were just too many things regarding the the compass that were <laughs> that were just too, it, yeah it was too confusing and so um, and last last it, it, it was just for me it was it was the same old thing everything felt the same it was just kind of the same stuff nothing about the movie or the story was really unique or different to set it apart from movie number two and movie number three. It was just kind of mm-hmm. the same stuff, and so, so yeah. Just going back to what you said, there are a lot of people that are into the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and that's great. Um, but you know, it, and if you enjoy all of them, you'll definitely enjoy this one. But it's just, it's just more of the same. It, it really is, and there is nothing unique or different about this movie. So, those are my critiques, and so, and, and okay, and so just piggybacking off of what you said about your highlights. Oh my gosh, the execute <laughs> the execution scene was it was brilliant it was so yeah, it was good great. it was so <laughs> good and that was my honestly and that's the reason why I'm not going to give this movie a failing grade is just because of how <laughs> good that scene was it was so clever so funny and I loved it I absolutely loved it I, I mean I <laughs>
1: yeah it was great it was great and and yeah i was laughing out loud yes same
0: here same here it it was it was really good and that that was kind of the the jack sparrow that i liked seeing it was just this you know he he's in a very difficult situation life-threatening situation (laughs) and he's still the same he's calm collective and just you know it's just it was funny but um and, and uh Alex I'll, I'll give you just a second to uh, do your highlights but uh I'll, in terms of acting I, I there really wasn't any particular actor that stood out to me which is unfortunate because I really like um I really like the actor that plays uh Captain Barbosa um mm-hmm. oh shoot what what's his name um oh Jeffrey rush. Mm-hmm. There there mm-hmm. are a lot of movies that I've seen in him and, and I think he does a fantastic job, but it, it probably was just from the way his character was written in this movie. I, I th- Really, none of the actors stood out to me. I don't think they were bad. I just nothing mm. about him really stood out except Har- Har- Harvey Air, uh, Bardem, uh, Captain Salazar. Harvey Air Bardem was a perfect person to cast for that character he plays a perfect villain in all the movies I've seen. He's usually the antagonist. He's usually the bad guy and he is the perfect person for those roles. And so for captain Salazar, I thought it was the perfect casting decision. I really like that. Um, but yeah, uh, those, those are my highlights. So let's hear your highlights.
1: Um, so obviously I liked, I liked that. <laughs> I liked that scene a lot. I, I thought I, I was going to actually ask you something, your opinion, but I almost took my seven-year-old to see this, mm. um, but, I, but I'm but i glad I didn't because I, even though I, I was going to show her the first one, and we started watching it because we had recorded it, and then I realized it was recorded off TV, and I just can't deal with those commercials and everything, <laughs> um, so I still wanted her to see it because I thought it would be okay for her to see, but then when I saw this one, I was kind of like, hmm... I even though Brock's like oh it didn't show anything I'm like yeah but there was just a lot of like what I consider like merciless killing in this
0: oh yeah you know, especially just, from Salazar yes yeah. yeah and
1: I thought was that would that disturb her or I don't know I mean it's it's got the PG-13 on it so it's not like you know I can get offended by it or anything I was just thinking like what did you think like as far as taking a, a kiddo
0: so, okay. So this is this is funny that you bring this up, just because uh, uh, I, this is definitely something that I touch on in most of my ep, uh, episodes and reviews of movies of just whether or not I think you know the movie is appropriate for kids. But apparently, I'm very out of touch, <laughs> according to both of my sisters and my wife, about what I think is appropriate for kids and what's not appropriate. So. <laughs> Um, just because I, you know, the guardians of the galaxy, uh, volume two movie. Um, I, I, think I said it was okay for like kids ages nine and up or something like that. But my, my sister and her husband, they went and saw it they have four kids and they said, no way would they let their kids <laughs> see it until they were maybe 12 or something like that. And I think their oldest is 10. So, mm. um, so I, I don't know if I'm the best judge of this. If I were to compare it to guardians of the galaxy, number two, I would say that there is more violence, but not by much, but there's definitely a lot less suggestive, more adult like humor and content. You know, there, there Mm. are a few jokes in there that I think kids would not understand anyway. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think the thing that kids might have, uh, the hardest time with, especially if they're young, is kind of the scarier aspect of it just because Salazar and his crew, they're all dead. You know, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and a lot of them are missing body parts or like their faces are missing. And, you know, so there there are images that could be scary. And I think that would maybe deter me from bringing younger kids. But yeah. again, again, I'm not a parent, so I don't even know if I'm qualified to say this.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough because I, you know, I took her to see um, Force Awakens. She did okay in that. But she usually takes a nap during the movie. So she and Of because she, like, wakes up right at a part with, like, oh, no. But anyway, <laughs> um I didn't take her. I was going to bring up – I was going to ask you, what did you think of the whole way of the way the ship, w- you know, Salazar's ship would <laughs> come up and kind of <sighs> skeleton – I don't know. How do you – what would you say? Like, eat well, the other – they, they they never
0: explained it. And so it's yeah. just like they – they just presented weird. it and they said, here it is. And hey, in the previous movie, there's a lot of weird stuff, but I feel like they at least explain it. And you know why it is the way it is, um, mm-hmm. you know, like the black pearl. I mean, you you know why it is the way it is or, you know, why, why it was made small or anything like that. But yeah, no, th- it was, I think I thought it was kind of, <laughs> it, it was gimmicky. I, I thought yeah, it was un- that's unnecessary. What I thought, I thought mm-hmm. you know, it was maybe just to make the villain that much scarier, but I just thought it was gimmicky. I didn't think they needed Yeah, I it. didn't
1: find it scary. I didn't find that part scary. Right.
0: No, I agree. And like
1: and the and the um the the zombie the zombie sharks. <laughs> like, so I know that's
0: probably even just as uh, gimmicky, but I actually kinda of like
1: uh, <laughs> it's like if he wanted to like he really wanted to get revenge on Jack and like kill him like why I I thought I thought the whole time he wanted to do it face to face and then all of a sudden he's like Nope, let me just set these zombie sharks out yeah, to
0: do it. Like, and you know, I I what? I mean that yeah, make the, sense. the scene was added just for the oo's mm-hmm. and the ahs and for the effect of it itself, but in terms of It was done
1: the, well. It was done well, I can say that.
0: Yeah, I I mean goodness, it was just It was only, it was not added for the story. I can tell you that it just made the story more confusing.
1: (laughs) It was like, where did this come from? It was entertaining, but it's like, really? Okay. And then, and then you're going to, I don't know. It was, and the only other thing is, you know, they, they kind of, um, the, the dead pirates, they were like basically kicking butt the whole time, you know, and then it's like, I don't know. Well, that might be a a spoiler, but it's like before it took like two seconds for them to just come in and just destroy everything. Right. Right. No, I don't know that it was, it was a little, uh, it was a little bizarre, but (sighs) I mean, there were some really cool, there were some really cool parts and, um, special effects and everything.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I thought, and
1: I just love the whole, the whole, like the music when that music's on, I mean, that. That score is just so cool. I I, I honestly
0: think that's probably one of the biggest um, and one of the greatest things to come out of this franchise itself is is the score. The music, the music soundtrack behind these movies is it's awesome. It really is. And it's music that and maybe that's just me because I enjoy listening to uh, movie scores, you know, just without the movie. But this is one of my favorites. It's it's really good.
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: Okay, well, Alexa, let's uh, let's wrap this up. But uh, before we move on to our recommendation, uh, let's hear your final thoughts about the movie. Uh, anything else that you wanted to add in terms of highlights or critiques?
1: Well, I'm glad I went to see it just because I don't... I mean, I get caught up watching movies here at home, like watching the, the 80s movies, which I love. Um, but it was nice. It was something that was like, okay, yeah, let's go see it. And there's some nostalgia to seeing it just because, you know, we saw the first one so long ago. Yeah. And it, it has good memories behind it. So I mean, I don't feel like it was, you know, a waste of time or money or other. So I enjoyed it. Now, you know, it's not when I'm going to go back to the theater again to see it. And if I would have seen it here at home on my, on my nice TV, you know, I would have been okay. i think you know but i but i did enjoy it and i wonder like is there gonna be another one because i've read some places like yeah there's definitely another one and then (sighs) some people saying no
0: well just from what i heard about the post-credit scenes i think they leave it open for something however i've also heard that this is the final installment of the franchise so it, hmm. Honestly, it's probably going to depend on how much money it makes, which is unfortunate because that's <laughs> tends yeah. to be the reason why a lot of these movie studios keep making sequels is because people still go to the movies even if they're not so good. So
1: <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. And my my only other thought or my other comment was um before this movie was released it was really crazy because they said that um they had pirated the movie someone had stolen Oh yeah. the movie and then just recently it came out that those people were bluffing <laughs> they didn't they didn't actually have the movie oh, after geez. all Oh <laughs> jeez
0: more fake news.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I mean, it was like a big deal, and I guess for a while they actually thought that they did have the, that these pirates, which is crazy, you know, pirates, yeah. pirates, um, had the movie, but they didn't. So I thought, well, that's that's just, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so, no, I
0: actually kind of forgot about that. It was just just be, it never came up, and it makes sense because they never had it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were just bluffing, you know. <laughs> so, but I but I enjoyed it. I'm glad I went, but you know. As far as giving people recommendation, I'd say if you if you love pirates, go see it. If you are on the fence about pirates, video.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, Alexa, or this is see what th- you think. Yeah, well, this is so this You're is the, the boss. this is the official backseat director's recommendation. <laughs> Our recommendation. So okay, so. The, you know, I, I just try to simplify things for our listeners. You know, I only do three tiers. I, I either think it's worth seeing in the theater. I think, you know, maybe maybe there are people that will like it. You know, maybe it's a movie you could like, but, you know, maybe just wait until it comes out on video and you'll probably like it just as much if you had not seen it in theater. Or it's a movie that I don't think it, it's, you know, worth it at all. So this one, this one, I, I honestly, I, I probably... I would give it a lower rating if you know I didn't really you know, care, I guess, too much about that. There are actually a lot of people that like this movie. And there's a lot of people that are just Pirates of the Caribbean fans. And so, honestly, based off of just that, I think this is a maybe wait. I think there are a lot of people that will like this movie. They see it in the theater. I think there's going to be plenty of people like me just to watch it at home when it comes out on video. So, my official recommendation is is a maybe wait. So out of those three, what would yours be?
1: It's the same. I totally agree with you. That's exactly what I, that's exactly what I was thinking too. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really? Yeah. I mean, you, you, that's, that's exactly how it is. If, if you love it, I think you're going to love it. If you, you know, anybody else, give it the maybe. Yeah. Maybe wait.
0: Yeah. You know, I like in a few years when the movie's out and somebody, I don't know is having a pirates of the Caribbean party who knows whatever reason if it's on, I'd probably watch it again if I'm on a work trip and it's on TV. Yeah, I'd probably watch it again. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it's a maybe wait. It's a maybe wait.
1: <laughs> good. I think that's a good decision. All I agree right.
0: with you. Well, Alexa, this has been a podcast. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Yeah, it's been fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's been... I, I've very much enjoyed, one, getting to know you and Brock just through your own podcast and uh, definitely having the chance to talk pirates with you today. So so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Alexa, um, just finishing things up. If our listeners, if they want to reach out to you and continue today's discussion regarding pirates um, of the Caribbean, or if they just want to follow you on social media, how can they get a hold of you and Brock?
1: Okay, so ours is real easy so it's you can rewind it and it's the same handle for our we are on Facebook we have a Facebook page we have our Twitter you can rewind it and also our email you can rewind it at gmail.com so you can send us an email um, and you can we'll talk about this movie we can we take requests for movies to see um, like 80s early 90s you know the good time (laughs) the golden era
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man well alexa again i I, sorry that brock couldn't make it i i I look forward to maybe doing a a review another review with you guys in the future have brock on but thank you for taking the time i do appreciate it and listeners you guys know how to follow backseat directors you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the BD Podcast. Make sure to sc- subscribe to this podcast on either iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, or wherever else you guys find your podcasts. Um, and yeah, just uh, keep up to date with us and uh, what movie we're going to see next. And let me know if you guys want to be a backseat director, just like Alexa, and review a movie with me. And uh, again, this is Andre Hutchins signing out, and we'll see you guys next week at the movies. The Backseat Directors' theme song is "Let's Go to the Movies" by Ozo Motley. You can find the album Ozo Motley Presents Ozo Kids and all of their other music on iTunes. Join the conversation online and follow Backseat Directors on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the BD Podcast.